a brand voice guide is something that serves as a companion to your style guide. So it's two totally different things. Hi, I'm Michelle Hahn. I've built a half a million dollar business from home that offers the financial freedom for me to do what I want whenever I want. And most importantly, it allows me to be present for my children whenever they need me. And let me tell you that hard work and hustle are not essential to your success. So how do you build a purposeful business from home and impacting thousands from around the world? This is the Chill Mamba Show. Hey Mambas, welcome to another episode of the Chill Mamba Show. Today we are talking about brand voice, how to create one, and most importantly, why do you need a brand voice? Before we go into it, I am going to kick off with a question, which is, if your logo or your photo did not appear alongside your content, would your audience be able to identify that it is coming from you or your brand, your business? Think about it. Like, just give me an honest answer. Imagine you're in the position of your audience. If they don't see your picture or, you know, your um, Instagram handle or anything or logo, whatever it is, Let's just say they read a social media post, like a carousel without an image, and then the caption. Or when they randomly open an email without reading who is it from, would they know that it is coming from your brand? Because if your answer is, hmm, I'm really not sure, or uh, nah, probably not, then you may not have a clearly defined brand voice. You see... Your brand voice is your personality, is the unique way you present to the world. It's what gets your audience to pay attention to you, to connect to you, and to trust you. And just like your visual brand, it is important that your brand voice is consistent throughout your written and spoken communications, from your social media copy to your emails. And yes, even if you have a podcast, your podcast outlines. Now, there are quite a few factors that would go into establishing a brand voice. Uh, not only it is just the language or the grammar you use, you choose to use throughout in any of your content, but also some larger pieces, right? Like what's your value, what you stand for, what don't you stand for? And I get it, figuring all this out can seem a little intimidating, especially if you're just getting started or if you don't have any marketing background. And if that's you, don't worry, because I am going to break it down for you in this episode. How I use my brand voice is especially important when I recruit people into my company and when I recruit an intern. So I don't need to um, explain to them what the Chill Mom or Mom Boss Academy is all about or all my other businesses because each of my businesses has its own brand voice 
and that is slightly different in some way. So it's important that, you know, for every of my business, I have a clear brand voice and it's so useful when you um, just send the, the, the brand voice document out to a new recruit for them to truly understand not only what your brand is all about and if they were to create any content for you, they are able to create it in your brand voice, okay? But if you're thinking, but I'm not ready to um, grow a team yet, you um, still do everything by yourself, right? Your brand voice guide is still... It's still important to have a brand voice guide because that would be a great resource for you to refer to so you can stay consistent across all your communications. And I am a big fan of getting these crucial parts right, even if right now it's just you because you will eventually grow your business and grow your team and you're going to scale your business. And so when you do grow your team, wouldn't it be amazing if you already have these things in place then you can just hey just start instead of like oh my god only when you're busy and then you think about creating a brand voice guy um so it's great to start now okay and which is why i think it's important for all businesses to have a brand voice guide from the get-go now something to keep in mind your Brand Voice Guide is a living, breathing document, right? So it will become more thorough as you learn about your communication style and the unique value you offer and what resonates most with your audience. It can evolve. You're not stuck with it, right? Because many times I tell people to do something, they're so afraid to start it because they're like, oh my God, I don't know yet. I don't know for sure yet. Just put in what you know for sure and you can always update it. You can always make it better. You can even change it if you want to. Okay, that's just a quick clarification before we dive in so that you can take action right away. And if you have a brand style guide that includes things like your logo, your typography, your color palette, that's awesome. And that's not what we are talking about today, okay? A brand voice guide is something that serves as a companion to your style guide. So it's two totally different things, right? You can even add it to your style guide or if you uh, prefer it, it could be two separate documents. Now, in this episode, I am going to teach you how to do it. But if you're someone who likes a bit more guidance and you're someone who likes to do things in a group, you need someone to provide feedback. I do have a branding and packaging workshop coming up very, very soon. All you have to do is go to www.momboss.academy forward slash mm to check it out. It's a three-day, two-hour-each-a-day workshop where I will take you through 
each element of branding, whether you are looking to develop your style guide or your brand voice guide, and also how to package your offers into something that people want to buy. That's a three-day workshop that I'm hosting very soon. Just check it out. And if that's not for you, that's all right. We'll jump right in and show you how to create your brand voice guide right now. As I mentioned earlier, your brand voice guide is going to be essential for anyone who's going to be helping you to create content. You can share it with your full-time employees, your contractor, virtual assistants, and really anyone who's coming into your business and need to get up to speed quickly, even your PR agency. Um, and because there's a lot that goes into it, it's really important that when you share it, you stress that it is a highly confidential document. In fact, I always make sure to have an NDA signed before I share my brand voice guide because mine is highly detailed and it does include a lot of proprietary information. So depending on what you choose to include in yours, you might want to consider doing the same. I mean, is your business in the document? So you do not want that to be copied or shared, okay? Now, there's a few things I recommend you do first. First, you should create, um, just open up a Google Doc, right? And because you are going to be making a lot of updates to it over time. So it's important that you are able to easily make changes and that you can update things in real time. So a Google Doc makes sense. Right? So as soon as you update it, everyone in your team could see it. Not to mention that you don't have to worry about keeping tracks of a million different versions and or have I got the, the latest one? Have I sent it to this person? Just make sure you share. Like for us, we have a Google Drive that we share company-wide and every time I sh- update a document in our admin folder or whichever marketing folder, whichever it is, um, everyone gets the latest version. And second, make sure you bookmark your brand voice guide in your browser and then encourage those who support you to do the same because it's really going to be like your right hand. So you want to have it easily accessible and also make sure that people um, have ideas, right? Your people, uh, whenever they have ideas to make it better, that they communicate that to you and you have a system to keeping it updated as needed. You wouldn't want everyone to be editing it as and when they like. They, If they have an idea, they need to come to you and then either you tell someone else to update it, just make sure one person gets to update it at all times and it doesn't get, um, you know, sometimes when you have too many people having their hands on one document, it gets, you know, out of control. So now that we have a couple of rules established, let's get into the brand voice guide itself. The first section, I recommend you to include as an introduction to your business and the value that you offer. So, for example, in my brand voice guide, I have this section labeled what we do. So, that's your first subtitle, what we do, okay? It is also commonly referred to as your mission statement or your value statement. So, whatever you decide to call it, 
just give you an overview of how you serve your client, how you help them overcome their challenges. Even if you're selling products, it is, as I mentioned, if you're part of the Mom Boss Academy world, you know that even if you're selling a product, even if you're selling clothes, you are helping them overcome something. Okay, and why it is important. Put it in that section. Now, under the what we do session, if you want, you can also include a little subsection with a list of products or services along with a description of each. And because I've been in business for a while, I have an entirely separate section that's dedicated to my flagship courses and then I even have uh, my smaller programs and then I even have all my smaller workshops in that list. If you're just getting started and you have one or two products, just simply list them out in this little section and maybe a little bit about each of them. All right, now the next section is an overview of your audience. And as you probably already know, your audience or your ideal customer avatar, if you don't know what is your ideal customer avatar, I have an episode on this. I also have a free download for you to define your ICA. Just go to mumboss.academy forward slash ICA. Okay, it is crucial to know your audience or your ICA. It is crucial to the success of your business. If you don't know who your ICA is, your business won't have legs to stand on, right? If you don't know who would want your product, really, if you don't know who, who are you going to be targeting and who would know about your product to want to buy them, right? So if you've already defined that person, then great, right? Just include five to 10 bullet points Everything about them in this section, everything from demographics to their likes, where they hang out, dislike, pain points, desires, fears, all of that, everything that you know, okay? And if you haven't honed in on that person yet, that's okay. I have a podcast episode about that, and I also have a free download that you can use to define your ideal customer avatar, all you have to do is go to www.mumboss.academy forward slash ICA. Right? Okay. Now, if you've done Mumboss Go or you've done In Demand, you are likely to have a ton of information on your ICA already, right? Because it's something that I include in all my programs. It really is that important, okay? Because if you don't know that, you've got no business, okay? That is the foundation, all right? Okay, moving on to the third section of your brand voice guide, it will be your values. And your values are beliefs that you as a business stand for. Now, you might be wondering, you know, what the heck do my values have to do with my brand voice? I'll tell you, your brand values help you frame your brand story in a way that resonates with your target audience. And they're important because they serve as a reminder that behind your business is an actual human being who cares. And to figure out what values 
are important to you and your business, you can start by asking yourself these questions. So these are going to be the outline. So don't worry, right? So um, firstly, if you don't know what are your values, let me ask you and answer honestly. Why did you start your company in the first place? Beyond just earning an income, I know a lot of you are, you know, you want an income, you want time and financial freedom, you want to spend time with your kids. Beyond all of those things that is personal to you, what is it that drives you? Why this specific business? What it is that you want to tell your world how is the way you work or how is the way of what you offer is different from others? Why is it different this way? What's important to you when it comes to how your business operates? And what is unique when it comes to how you treat and interact with your customers? Right, And there's some internal values too, which is really important and helpful when you have a team. So want to hear what our internal values is? Our internal values is very much the same as the value that I constantly teach or share on this podcast. We want to do things with a purpose. We want to leave a legacy. We want to do things that we're passionate about. We go all in. And when it comes to our customers and our community, we lead with compassion, honesty, and authenticity. Just like how I teach my students to take time off to not work as hard, I do the same with my internal team that I don't text them and expect them to work at night or I don't expect them to work on weekends. Time with family is important. Family comes first. And those are some of our internal values. Okay, so now it's for you to write down what are your values, what's important to you. Now, remember, nailing down your values probably isn't going to happen all at the same time, right? And as you continue to grow, the more clarity you have. And I've worked on my values over and over again over the years. Um, Because as I grow as a person and as a business owner, some of my values changes too. And that's okay. It's okay to change. And if you're just getting started and do not have a lot to reference yet, just look at companies or brands that you admire who you resonate with, and imagine what values might be common to all of them, or go to their websites. And a lot of companies do mention the values on the website. And for myself, I was very inspired by Marie Folio when I first started, and then it was Ramit Sethi, and then it was Amy Porterfield. And as I just keep growing and have mentors that I learn from, it evolves from there and that's okay. All right. So you can do the same as well. Now, you can also take a look at your ideal audience. What do you believe is most important to them when they're deciding who they want to do business with? And then think, do you as a business embody the values that they would find important? And that's 
just another way to look at how to set some of the values for your business. All right. Moving along, the fourth section I recommend you include in your brand voice guide is your biography because there will be many times when someone requests for your bio. I lost count of the number of times when either I'm going into partnerships or someone wants to mention me in their blog post or someone wants to have me on their podcast. They're always asking for my bio so they can introduce me or my business to their audience, right? So you want to make sure whichever bio that you or your team sends out is the same one or it's the most updated one, right? And if you have a team, you can even include a short bio for each of your team members here as well. And it's also good to have a couple of different bios you can use for various things because people are going to be taking some information out of this voice guide and be using it for different things. And bio is one of them. So at a minimum, I would suggest including a short bio because sometimes some things want a short bio and sometimes people don't mind having a long version of your bio for um, partners or whoever it is to pull out different information to share with their audience. And if you want to get really fancy, you can also include bios for specific use. Like here's a podcast bio introduction if you're going on a podcast. And here is a live event introduction. Uh, you can go as deep as you want to go. Um, sometimes we have different bios for whatever message that I'm sharing. Because as you know, I have various businesses. Sometimes I appear as a baby planning expert. And of course, my baby planning, when I appear as a, as a mom, blogger, baby planner, my bio is going to sound a little bit different from when I appear as a business coach. Get it? Okay, you can do the same as well, especially for those of you who are, your business tend to be a bit more multifaceted or you have different businesses, right? Now we're on to the fifth section of the brand voice guide, which is your brand personality. This is a big one and it is the fun one, okay? And this is how you are going to sound to your audience and you have no idea where to start, then listen closely because I'm going to run you through an exercise that will help you to figure this out. The best place to start is with the content that you already created. Take a look at your blog posts that you wrote, your emails, your video course, your social copy, your outline for podcasts, your webinars, and um, everything else that you've said or written in interviews that is that feels unique or authentic to you. That you're like, I felt like I really nailed this interview, this written interview, and I want to grab that as an example. Okay? So these will be the examples that you really like. Because sometimes I do have emails that I reread, that I've sent out, and I read it, I'm like, mm, I don't really like it. Or sometimes it's like, uh, it just doesn't really sound like me, right? Or it, it may be, have been written by me, but it's sometimes, you know, you look at it and you're like, I don't know why I wrote it that way, 
right? So you want to grab those work of yours that you really like and just put those into your brain guide. And that's like, ah, I really like that. And um, that could be the fifth section. That's your brand personality. That is how you wish the rest of your content are going to sound like those pieces. Now, if you're in the early phases of getting your business going and you don't have many examples to pull from, just stay with me. Instead of gathering examples of your own content, I want you to look towards brands that you admire. Perhaps you've been getting emails from people that you really admire. And these are the people or companies whose values are aligned with yours and whose content you know would resonate with your ICA. You can kind of read, oh, I like this content, I like this content. Are they being a little bit sarcastic or are they being a little bit funny? Are they being very encouraging, right? So that's the personality that we're talking about, okay? So if you look at some content that you pull, whether it's yours or from those that you admire, ask yourself, Is it quirky? Is it fun? Is it more passionate? Is it serious? Is it moody? What is it? But remember, it has to resonate with your avatar and it has to be aligned with your values. So just start to think about what is it about that content that makes you like it? How does it come to life? How would you describe it? Because this is where you start to pull together, get together your brand voice guide. So really nailing down your brand personality is a great foundation. And if you want to stop there for now, it's fine. But if you come up with like three phases, you flesh them out and maybe, you know, phase one of you just putting this together, you've got your values, you've got your bios, you've got a list of what you offer, and then you've got your brand personality, that's already a really great start and you could stop there for now. But for my more advanced mom bosses, if you're a little further down the line and you're like, I could, I could get this even better, right? Because the more you do this, the more detail it is, the more clarity it gives to the people who will be reading this, who will be referring to this. And I want you to include something that you could consider, which is your tone. Have you ever heard of the phrase, it's not how you say, it's how you say it? So that's the most simple definition of tone, right? It's the overall attitude and mood that you create in your communication. And here's the thing, your tone of voice not only encompasses the words that you choose, but also in the order, rhythm, and pace. For instance, do you tend to use a lot of big words or industry jargon? Maybe yes, maybe no. And also it depends on would your target audience understand those jargons? Maybe they do. Maybe in your industry it's important to use that. Maybe you're a coach to coaches. So those coaches will understand it. But maybe if you're B2C, maybe your audience might get lost in it. So do you use big words or do you not? Or maybe you as a person 
talking to your friends normally, you tend to use big words. I mean, what is your personality and what's your tone? That's up to you, right? So how do you use big words and how do you use industry jargon? And or do you write with long sentences or you tend to break your long paragraphs or you use short sentences or do you tend to use words like maybe or just or might? Um, like you might be feeling this way right now, or I know you're feeling this way. That's 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 two different way of saying things, right? You might be feeling this way right now, or I know you're feeling this way right now. It's, it's two different tones. So this is something that I usually do, and I'm usually used like perhaps you are blah 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 blah, right? I I like to soften it a little with perhaps. And that's just my personality. Um, so are there any common phrases that you use? Also for like myself, I tend to use, I tend to say mom boss instead of say women business owner, right? So what are some of your type of jargons that you use, type of regional nuances, or maybe if you're from Singapore, you tend to be very singlish, and that's totally okay too. And how assertive or direct when you write or when you say something, are you humorous? Are you heartfelt? Are you positive? Are you serious? What are you? And all these things working together would create an impression on your audience which then leads to an emotional connection. They feel like they know you. Um, I think my tone is confident, optimistic, friendly, humorous, and the vocabulary I use is basic, but not elementary. I like to keep it simple, and my sentences tend to be medium to long, and my paragraph tend to focus on one topic rather than um, strung together as a bunch of ideas. Now, another really easy trick that you can use to describe your tone is the this but never that formula. For example, you can be funny but never cross, right? Never swears. Um, informative but never condescending, friendly, but never overly familiar, formal, but never cold. You might notice that I used the formula above. I told you that my vocabulary is basic, but not elementary. Um, it's simple, but not overly simplified. Um, I think it's a really good way to be really clear. So if you use the this but not that formula, it could really help you to get really clear about your brand tone. Now, we are on the home stretch. We're on the last part of your brand guide, which I call essential content. This is important and it is easy for you. This is where you're going to grab some A-plus example of your own content and it can be used as reference. I include a and a few examples of some really good emails that we've written, sales copy, social copy that I really like. And in addition to that, I don't just include it. I give some context around it. I explain why I think it's so effective 
so that there's no question why it's an A plus example of my brand. So I add those so people really understand what to look out for. And so for my employees or contractors or virtual assistants who are referencing my brand voice guide, having these concrete examples of my most compelling content in action is very helpful, right? How do I merge what I know about my ICA into my writing? Okay, so that is that will really set them up for their success in creating content for you. All right, that's it. That's all you need to do to create your own brand voice guide. So just a Google Doc, divide into six sections. What you do, your audience, your bio, your brand personality, tone of voice, and some essential A-plus content. That's all you need. And while you're doing this, please remember to take a shot and tag me at The Chill Mom on Instagram or Facebook so I know that this has been useful to you. Finally, before I go, if you do feel like your branding and your offer packaging aren't doing justice to your business or you're struggling to attract clients, sometimes it's because you have trouble when it comes to creating a compelling brand identity that resonates with your audience. And the truth is branding and packaging are critical components of your business success because they would communicate your value proposition, differentiate you from your competitors, and really help you build trust with your potential clients. And without a strong brand identity and packaging, you risk blending in with your competition and missing out on some valuable sales opportunities. And that's where our three-day workshops come in, led by myself. This workshop is really designed for small business owners and solopreneurs who want to transform their branding and packaging to attract more clients and boost sales. And we will be covering how to create a strong brand identity and to communicate your brand value proposition and to resonate with your audience. You will also learn how to develop a cohesive branding strategy that supports your business goal and objective. And what are some of the common branding and packaging mistakes that could be hurting your business? And by the end of the workshop, you'll have a clear understanding of how to create a strong brand identity that will help you attract more client and it's really a workshop where I will take you to step-by-step how to do it and give you feedback on what you've done so that by the end of the three-day, two-hour-per-day workshop, you have a clear brand identity to walk away with. So don't let poor branding and packaging hold back your business. Join us by going to www.mumboss.academy forward slash m. Thank you, and I hope to see you at the workshop. Bye for now.